BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Your take on Sean Payton and Aaron Rodgers before we get into these CFL things. Sean Payton doesn't do or say anything unless it's intentional. What's the reason? Is it to give Russell Wilson a scapegoat? But Aaron Rodgers did come out, you're right, and say, you know, defended his coach. He said he had him in Green Bay, maybe the most fun, favorite coach he's ever had. I think football coaches all have a type, and I think they're calculated in everything that they do. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show. Coming at you live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. Beautiful Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Home of the Calgary Stampede. And the many-time Great Cup champion Calgary Stampeders. And the one-time Stanley Cup champion Calgary Flames. Uh, we're talking football today, both CFL and NFL. And you are in luck, everybody. We're on Game Plus Television all across Canada and 31 U.S. states. Tell us Channel 924 in Alberta and BC. We're on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, podcast and YouTube live. We're going to t- chat a lot of NFL and CFL here in hour two. And we can, we can put the man on camera. As I read his resume, do I say this every time, Ryan Thelwell? This is a Hall of Fame career. Are you on the ballot? Do you know if you're on the ballot? I, I, not that I know of, but I... You should I, be. I got to tell you what, man. I, you're the white man I've ever had. <laughs> I, have, I think no. I, should, I should be paying you. Wikipedia is. No, it's Wikipedia. This doesn't lie. Yeah. San Diego Chargers, Jacksonville Jaguars, Pittsburgh Steelers, and then into the CFL with the BC Lions, Calgary Stampeders, and BC again. And you, you're part of history, bro. You are the answer to the question. Oh, really? Well, 2011, were you not one of the guys that joined the Lions late in the year? I, yeah, you were. I was. Don't yes. be humble, Ryan. Yes. This is not the show to be humble. Yeah, you know what? It was, and I, I don't know if I've told you the story about uh, when I got the call from Wally. I, I think we've had that conversation. Yeah, tell me again, because it's a great one. You know, I was uh, coaching with the Calgary Colts, and we were we had just lost the championships to Saskatoon. So, driving back um, from Saskatoon, I'm with Tom Verzani. Um, the owners? Were they? Did they own this? Did Verzani own the stamps at that time? No, 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 no. Okay, no. no. And. Um, Drawing a blank on who there's another gentleman with us. Anyways, I got a, a missed call from my wife. You know, I'm upset. We'd lost the game. And, uh, second missed call. So when the third missed call came through, I figured, you know what? You know, something's, something, going something's going on. Going on yeah. So I better answer. And so uh, she says, um, right, like, just heads up. I think G Roy, w- Wally wants you to come back. You know, G Roy's trying to get in touch with you. So sure enough, G Roy calls me maybe five minutes later and he was just like, hey, look, Wally's going to call you. Just lie and tell him you're in the best shape of your life. Up to that point, Rod, I had not done nothing. And, and so sure enough, yeah, I get a call from Wally and, and yeah, you know, I'm not going to lie. I said, you know what? I actually did. I said, Wally, you know what? I'm in the best shape of my life. There's Tom Frizzani in the front saying, hey, Wally, if he's not going to do it, yeah, I'm I'll available, go. right? So, yeah. and yeah, I was uh, on a plane the next day. So, and then you go on to win a great cup. Yes. In 2011. Yes. So I just, you know, the, we have Lions fans in attendance here. We'll speak slower for them. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. Uh, but no, 
Arlen Bruce was one of those calls when the team was on five, right? And I think Tad Cornegay too? Yeah, well, no, Arlen was already there. Oh, he was? Yeah, okay. He was already, uh, I think he was there from day one. Uh, was, this would have been 2011. Right. And so, yeah, he was there. So one of those late additions. Yeah. So my point is, we'll just settle in here. We have a lot of things to get to. We have a big NFL audience. I mentioned we were on the ra- are on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE. Shout out, Dirty Birds, hashtag, rise up. So NFL's in training camp right now. I'm glad you're here for 40 minutes. Are you good for 40 minutes? Good, yes, I am. Well, because Jeff Fairholm sat on that chair Friday, a Grey Cup winner with the Argos and Riders, and he's like, all these injuries in NFL training camps. He goes, I think it's because of lack of contact. What do you think? I agree 1,000%. I I don't remember ever seeing so many injuries, and I'm I'm probably sounding like Al Bundy right now, but I don't remember. When I played, yeah. But that's, I don't, Rod. I don't remember seeing guys and the the amount of injuries um, that we're seeing now. And I, I think I read somewhere, I think it was a Dave Dickinson inter- in, uh, interview, he sounded frustrated with it. It was on the weekend, yeah. Yeah, right? And so um, it's, it, I don't know, I, I, I don't know how to explain it. We're seeing it in the NFL, we're seeing it more and more in the CFL, and I truly do believe that's what it's from. You're out of game yes. condition shape yeah. type thing. And then you're throwing right into the fire and it's full go, and you know guys are tearing Achilles, popping knees. You know, some of the injuries are uh, you can't do much about, right? If somebody rolls up on you and you, you, uh, you break a foot, like what happened to Bo, that that's well, things like that happen. But I don't know. There's got to be something going on because we're seeing more and more of it. That's the thing is I don't know, think that it's a curse or anything like that. There has to be a reason. There's a lot of guys getting a lot of money to figure this yeah. stuff out, and you want your players playing. Obviously, they're the they're their project or the product. So I wonder, do you think they'll ever go back to less padded practices? Uh, and uh, you know what, I, I don't see it going. In no, that I don't direction. know how you could. I, I yeah. feel like they're going to go in the opposite direction and take less or take more of a load off on these guys. And, yeah. and again. I, I feel like that's just something that we're going to see more and more of, and, and I don't know what the answer is to that one. So, again, if you have any NFL questions, obviously, CFL, let us know, emjmarketing.com. Uh, reach out to Joe there. They are a sponsor of our text line, EMJ Marketing, for the best keynotes. Book them for your event. My mind's racing, as you can see. I'm glad he's here for 40 minutes. Chargers, Jaguars, Steelers. Yeah. Did you have a... Welcome to the NFL moment. Who, who, who was that star that you saw that you were like, wow? You know what? I, I've got to say it was Terrell Owens. Is that right? Yeah. And so this would have been in 2008. So back then, T.O. wasn't really the guy. He was coming down. He was yeah. just, I, I believe 2008 was probably his breakout year. But I, I remember um, going into the facility for the first time and, you know, walking in and they've got all their Super Bowl rings in this glass case and, you go to the security door and the, the gym was to your right. And there was this guy just, just working out. And I remember thinking, oh, gee, that guy's a monster. Freak, eh? Didn't, didn't, I, know, I knew of, but didn't really know a lot about him. And he was just a physical, physical freak. But it's, it's crazy. It's, uh, you, you hear the good and the bad about T.O. My experience with him was, it's, it was absolutely amazing. I've, I found that he was all about making the other receivers better. And he did everything that he could to facilitate that. I got, I, there are other receivers on that team that, to be honest, didn't give a crap. And you know what? Tweets their own. Um, but T.O. was always a guy that would, would answer any questions. Um, if there was an incident in terms of pushing and shoving, he'd be the first guy in there to, to have your back. So I, I really enjoyed, enjoyed him. I'll tell you something. The wildest thing about that, by the way, is T.O., should be in the Hall of Fame yeah. based, but I don't believe that he is because of stigma or whatever. It's just how it's changed. Yeah. How the sport, because if Michael Irvin's in there, yeah. Cowboys fan right here. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know something about Michael Irvin? Read the book, Boys Will Be Boys. He's in. Yeah. How's T.O. not get in? I thought, is he not? I thought, no, he, maybe I thought he was in. The T.O. in, let me have a look. controversy about him not uh, doing the, the whole. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe he is. The whole presentation oh, he is in. at he uh, is in. Canton or whatever it was. Okay, he is in. I thought there was a bias against you. Because yeah. he never won a Super Bowl, but he is yeah. Hall of Fame talent. Well, there, wasn't, there was a big, I guess, uproar because it took, it took so long for him to actually get put in. Well, maybe that's yeah. the reason and then. I think that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. And by the way, it, 
we could sit here and talk Halls of Fame for two hours because the Hall of Fame game's Thursday night in Canton, Jets yeah. and Browns. And t- I'm not even embarrassed that I didn't know T.O.'s in because of the political nature of what's happened with the Hall of Fames. I don't yeah. follow it anymore. You know, it used to be my favorite debate. Yeah. Should he, shouldn't he? Yeah. And now it's, that, does, that doesn't enter into it. Anyways, I don't want to go down that road because it's not fun. Now, we were talking about Florida before we went to the air. And believe me, we're going to bring up the Edmonton Elks in today's poll question. What's their biggest problem? We'll get to that with Ryan Thelwell. Yeah. But you went down. I should have known you and Hank were such great friends. Yes. Uh, tell me about the last we talked, you were just going down there. Yes. I haven't seen you since. Yeah. So how was it? It was great. You know what? We, when, we, when we first booked the trip, the book to go down there, there was no significance to the game. We just knew we were going to be going to the last game of the season. And then it just turned out to be winner makes the playoffs, yeah. loser goes home. I believe they moved the game from Sunday during the day to Saturday night, which is kind of new for the, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the atmosphere was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. The, the tailgate. I think we started tailgating at, at noon and kickoff was seven. So it was just one of those things where kind of feel like we're at the right place right time to experience something that hasn't happened in a long time and to have Henry on the team made it a little bit more special because you know we're pulling for the Jags but we're pulling for Henry and and uh yeah it was just one of those nights I got to meet meet a bunch of the guys afterwards got a my my boss I think uh, ended up being on uh Trevor Lawrence's Christmas card he photobombed one of their family (laughs) photos so but it was good it was pretty neat experience Trevor Lawrence owns that town. Oh, I know. And for good reason. Good reason, yeah. Right? Yeah. Duval. And now Nathan Rourke's there. I mean, ideally, he won't see the field if you're a Jaguars fan. Yeah. But uh, I know they're pretty excited about Nathan Rourke there in Jacksonville. And Hank's not there anymore. Yeah. Have you switched to being a Rams fan now because Hank's with L.A. or what? Listen, I'm an Eagles guy. Is that right, I, huh? I, I can only move that so far. You know, I, I again, I, I, I did get a Jags hat. But that's the extent that's of it. Nice, nice gear they um, have. And you know I me, mean? it's it's all about just cheering for people. I just, yes. uh, I want I want Hank to be successful. I I think given an opportunity, he'll do an amazing job. It's just getting his footing and and getting in the door. And I feel like once he's established, he'll he'll be okay. So I'm cheering for Hank. The Rams. Mm, We're a couple nah. of years late on that train. Yeah. <laughs> Now's not the time. <laughs> yeah, so Hank's there uh, as a training camp coach, and uh, yes. he's going to be great no matter what he does. Uh, I was a little surprised that he wasn't back in Jacksonville, but this is the game now, yeah. right, as we were talking about earlier. Three-time Grey Cup champion Ryan Thelwell is with us here at Casino, uh, Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. And, uh, okay, I just opened up the EMJ marketing text line. There's a million here. Larry Sweet is watching in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. He writes in at 902-518-3033. says, Rod, please tell Ryan that Sweeter's dad says hello. It's been a long time. Larry Sweet. That's Whoa, Chris's dad. Oh, my goodness. Tell him I said hello. Well, you just did. I said hello. And I, and I will be seeing Chris next week. This week. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, what, yeah. Now's a good time. I'll say, did I mention our contest today? Through Century Downs and the Calgary Stampeders. Go to Century Downs Instagram page. Give them a follow. The keyword today is Flutie. Enter the keyword Flutie in the comments under their post. You'll be entered to win the draw for tickets Friday night to watch the Argonauts and the Calgary Stampeders. Now, we will get to that Edmonton Elks poll question in a second. But now would be a really good time to bring up the Stamps not having won a home game yet. What's going on? It's a good question. Um, just kind of feel like there's been a lot of injuries. And I know that's not an excuse. All teams have injuries. But kind of feel like the Stamps have got hit a little harder. Um, a lot of key positions. A lot of, lot of young receivers playing. It doesn't help when you have a young quarterback. So they're just not on the same page. And I think that will get better with time. But again, you know, you've only got so much time. So you know, I, I feel like Jake has played better the last few games. Um, they just got to put it together. You know, it, it's different phases of the team will play well at different times. And it's just they haven't played a complete game yet. And, Rod, you know how it is. You just got to get in. You just got to get and in. And it usually playoffs. goes to, like, week 18 exactly. before you get in. So 
we're past that opening third. We're, well, Labor Day's still a ways away. Yeah. It's August yeah. 1st today. But you've been around Dave Dickinson for a real long time, and Dickie yeah. seems, I mean, I have complete faith that they picked the right quarterback in Jake Mayer. I mean, yeah. come on. Huff doesn't know. Dave doesn't know. Mark Mueller doesn't know. The kid needs to be better. Yes. But I think it's there. I, I think he's there, right? You see yeah. flashes of it. Yeah. Like I said, I, I feel that he's played better the last few games. Yeah. But you just got to eliminate. He's had some interceptions at just poor Bad times. times. yeah. And again, that's just, it's going to happen. But, you know, it's just got to play through it. And again, like, I feel like Labor Day, once you hit Labor Day, that's when things really start to get serious. And the way the West looks right now, <laughs> they say Edmonton's still got a shot to make it in, right? So <laughs> um, you just, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. It's hard not to. Oh, and eight. I hear you. I, I hear you. <laughs> But, you know, it's just it's just get in and, and kind of see how it plays out from there. And that, that should be the message, I think. That's how you and I look at it. But, you know, when, when they're inside the rooms, the coaching rooms, the meeting rooms, they don't want to let it wait till October. 100%. <laughs> right? They want to get it figured out now. Yep. But it's, uh, it is a process. And I guess my question, are the stamps good enough? Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I, I feel, Turad, is that they've been good for so long that people aren't aren't used to seeing this. Like, when's the last time they've gone this long? Uh, oh, seven. Yeah, right. A and long so, time. It's been a while, and so I I feel like it's just it is just a matter a matter of time. Um, they've been well. They they've been good for so long. Dave's an amazing coach. Like Monson's an amazing coach, and I think it's just a matter of time before they get uh, the ship righted. Again, the keyword is Flutie. Go to Century Down's Instagram page right now. Enter that in the comments under their post, and you'll be entered for a chance to win. When we come back, more NFL talk, obviously CFL talk, and our hockey analyst Serena Taylor coming up later on to finish the discussion we started in Hour 1. We're live from Century Down's Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. And we're back live at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, and we're going to get into a fantastic, even more fantastic of a football discussion with Ryan Felwell because it's been fantastic so far. But now we got to get to the poll question. we got to stop putting it off. Uh, it's for our friends at Key Auto Group, and it's what's wrong with the Edmonton Elks. And I'll give you the options in a moment, but Twisted Mike writes in. He's watching from Regina. Twisted Mike says, Edmonton Elks' biggest problem are all the of the above, but coaching and the board are the biggest problems. And then he says the Riders must win versus Ottawa. Our options are, we bring in Ryan Thelwell, three-time Grey Cup champion and NFL alum, Steelers, Jags, and Chargers. Um, is it the executive and the board in, in Edmonton? That's who I voted for. Is it the Eskimos curse? They haven't won a home game since they changed the name. Oh, you like that one, huh? I do like that one, yeah. yes, yes. And uh, coaching or talent? Twisted Mike saying all of the above, but more so coaching and the board. What do you think? I got a, a Twisted Mike? Yeah. Sorry, I got to agree with, twist, with Twisted Mike. It's, it's a bit of everything. Yeah. But ultimately, it comes down to coaching, I feel. I feel like they're, um, like, uh, I feel defensively they've, they've played well. Mm -hmm. Offensively, there's been just... A lack, and again, you could chalk it up to injuries. Like I was saying, all the teams suffer injuries. We all go, they all go through it. But when you get shut out twice in the CFL, there's a problem with, with, with coaching. And so um, we'll see. Like I played with Jarius. I know Jarius is an amazing offensive mind. Um, I feel like that, should, that change should have been made 
a while ago, waiting to this to this point. I, I don't know if that's going to be enough between between you and me. And I feel like that's kind of the only move that they had. But we're going to see. I, I feel like switching the quarterbacks out, giving some new blood an opportunity might might. You know, it, drive some more excitement and so you're basically saying this is a fixable problem you think I, I do yeah I do are you looking at me I don't think you do right no like, my mind's going because yeah. I'm a Jones guy yep I like him a lot all those guys we, are, we've had that conversation yeah so I like him I want I want everybody to do well but it's the, not every team's gonna do well in any league I get that yep. I also don't like to see people lose their jobs yes I don't like to see that right and uh, and I'm thinking a switch at quarterback I switch at play calling and at that coaching position, you know how much of this game is mental. It is. Ryan. Yes. Yep. So for those players, when they, I would think they're going to come in rejuvenated and yep. fired up. And a little bit of guilt, too. Yes. You ever had a coach fired midseason for a team oh, you played for? No, I never have. I, actually, we've all seen it, though, right? That's not true. Um, when I was with San Diego, uh, Kevin Gilbright got fired. And June Jones, who was the quarterback's coach, got brought in as the interim coach. So, yes. Were you guys awful? Very awful. <laughs> we, I think, I think, I, I'll be honest. I think we had the number one defense in the league and the last rated offense in the league. That was uh, Ryan Leaf's first first season, so it was it was a tough one. But um, that change needed needed to happen. Okay. Uh oh. No, it's just <laughs> I wish we had four hours today to go on this because Ryan Leaf and I have a history. Yeah. It started bad and it's now good he's yes. been on this show yep. and just so pressure yes okay, it's now 2023 not 1998 uh, there was that was pre-twitter pre there was pressure then too folks right yes, there was pressure was. then too yes. imagine the pressure on ryan leaf at that time I, you know what i couldn't imagine having to experience that yeah like i i felt pressure just being in the league his was a hundred times greater and you know what i i feel like you talk about the mental side of it. Yeah. That, that's what makes some people great, and, and that's what ruins some people's career. And I just think at the time, he just mentally wasn't prepared for what was going to come at him. And so uh, you look at Peyton Manning went, I think, won one game that his first year. Yeah. But mentally, he just had that, that fortitude, right? So oh, man. Ryan Thelwell, you make it so easy to have these interviews. So uh, my, my point is some of us that face pressure don't deal with it well. Ryan and I handle it the leaf, not that well, handle it the wrong way. But fortunately, we both found the way out, and yep. now we're helping other people with that. And yes. too late in some cases for both of us in the first regard, but that's kind of what we agree is our message. Now, uh, to the current NFL yes, and the Colts, this is what made me think about it, Jim Irsay. Yes. And the fight he's got with his running back right now, Jonathan Taylor. Yes. Oh. You're following it closely, obviously. Uh, yeah, I do. I, every morning I get my morning coffee and I watch the, the, NFL the, NFL, Network. the NFL Network. So, yes. So, you see the NFL running backs held their own Zoom session the I other did. day. They're thinking of starting their own union. I could see why they would think that that would work. But I also see why that's not going to happen or work. It, yeah, it's not going to work. No! It, it, <laughs> I, it's good for us because it creates conversation. Yeah. And I understand where they're coming from. I, I truly do. I feel like that position is undervalued. But with that being said, <laughs> what, what can they do, right? You can talk about They don't have the it. power. Exactly. End of story. Exactly. Yeah, and furthermore, I mean, you're a bright guy. You follow the economics of things. Yep. If you're going to give these quarterbacks this much money, somebody else is going to have to pay. It's got to come from somewhere else. And you know what? I, I feel like the quarterbacks do deserve what, what they're getting. Do I, deserve, do I feel the running backs deserve... They're never going to get that type, that, type, that type of money, but do they deserve more? Yeah. I guess from a player's perspective, you want the guys to be well compensated because they are. I feel like they're the ones that are putting their body on the line more so than any other position outside of the offensive line. Their longevity is just not there, so they, they've only got a short window to make a certain amount of money. So I do want them to get paid, but like you said, where's that money going to come from? Yeah, and to the pressure of the position yes. it's a fact man my guy roy shivers always said running backs at damn it doesn't yeah they are it's there's not a lot of patrick mahomes around 100%. and and the quarterbacks so these and again the running backs aren't dumb but i 
the point is, Ursay said it right, and he's getting a lot of fire for this. He's like, the NFL engine machine keeps running. He goes, yep. me and Jonathan Taylor can drop off the face of the earth. The NFL's yep. going to keep going. Yep. And people have been offended by that. It's the truth. It's, it might not be po politically correct in today's world. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if I can say that. But it's the truth. Sometimes people don't like to hear it. Well, and he said it's a privilege to be a part of it. And that yep. the same goes for... Jonathan Taylor, by the way, and any any of us, to be honest. But why do you think, you mentioned the CFL, in your time versus now, every team had a star quarterback, and frankly, now they don't. There's yes. about three big names in the league. Zach Caleros, Bo Levi, what, healthy or not. Yeah. Trevor Harris, and that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. And my guy, Cody Fajardo, who, by the way, death, taxes, and Fajardo winning. He won again Sunday, if you noticed. He's my guy. I can tell, yeah. I love me some Cody Fajardo. Yes. But why is it that the teams, they just discard quarterbacks like trading cards now, man? It, yeah, I think when, when we were off air, we mentioned the fact that these guys are just getting thrown into the fire. Um, and they're just not getting... Like, training camps, I know for a fact the reps aren't what they were when, again, when I played. I've heard that firsthand from guys that are coaching in the league, and that's just the way it is now. So they're not getting the reps. I played on a team, and it was Dave Dickinson, Casey Printers, wow. Bo, Buck Pierce, and Jerry Jackson came in there. Like, How about that? The riches of quarterbacks. It's just a different time, right? And I, I, you know yeah, what But I mean? what's different, right? Is it because of USFL, XFL? I've heard that argument, and yeah. I, maybe that's, that's what it is. Like, there's just... The pool's just not there, but you know it's it's, it's frustrating. You, and you, for me again, I'm a CFL guy. I grew up yep. in London, Ontario. I I grew up watching the Hamilton Tiger Cats. You want the league to flourish. You want the league to do better. And everybody's trying to figure out you know what they can do to make it make it better. And you know it's and I think it starts with the quarterbacks. You you gotta develop stars. And I feel like right now, and not to say there can't be potential stars. Right now, they're just not there. So maybe with time, they'll, they'll, they'll get there, but I just don't see it right but now. But that's my point, and now would be a good time because there's a lot of Ryder fans watching, and we haven't talked about them yet. Their guy, Mason Fine, they want yeah. him pulled. They want the backup in there now, the yeah. six foot seven Jake Doligala. My thing is, you can't keep discarding guys. I yeah. think you got to start fine again this week. I do. I agree. You do too? Yep. Yeah. I do. It's experience. Yeah, exactly. Right? I feel like, like nowadays, everything's so quick to... It's instant. Like we need to change. We need to. We need to. And I feel with the quarterback position, you just need experience. In the case of the Edmonton Elks, I was going to say Eskimos. Edmonton Elks, they did need to make that change. You know, Cornelius has he started a certain amount of games. They haven't really seen any improvement. It's to the point now where the fans, there is a bit of an uproar. We're talking about it. I read it on Twitter. They needed to do something, and I feel like that's their that's their big play. You know, switching uh, the offensive coordinators and then switching quarterbacks. So we'll see how it goes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, goes. it's interesting because I'm friends with the personnel guys, and they say Jones specifically he wants that prototypical six foot three yeah. drop back, kind of a Ricky Ray throw, put it in a yeah. bucket type thing. And Ricky, there's only one Ricky. There's only one Ricky Ray. And there's only one Damon, but some of the greatest CFL quarterbacks are no bigger than five foot ten. Yeah. They still talk about Flutie around here. Dave's not a big guy. Dave's not a big guy. Why do they get in love with that that statuette or that silhouette of you know? Because I feel like that's kinda what it's been taught. Like that's how it's been taught. Prototypical potential. If we're gonna if we're going to win, we need a guy that's six foot seven. It's got to fit a certain physical profile and and throw the ball a mile. Where I feel like it should be a, it, CFL's a thinking man's game. Dave Dickinson, the smartest guy should be. The yeah. smartest guy should be. And and, and like, again, yeah, the names that you mentioned were all smart guys. They weren't the biggest guys. They understood the game, and I feel like that's what will make. Okay, I apologize to the Now I'm getting to their questions, and we only got about four minutes left. I've hogged all the time with Ryan Thelwell. David in Winnipeg wants to know if you can speak about, speak about Andrew Harris. Yes. And the renaissance of his career. And now a four-time breakup champion. Yes. Uh, I love that guy. I do. Like, I, re I remember when he first went to BC, straight from the VC Raiders, I believe it was. Yep. And nobody knew what they had. Nobody knew what they had, and 
you know, just chatting with Giroy and Giroy would, because I was gone, I was already in DC. At the, sorry, I was already in Calgary at the time. And to just rave about how good this kid was. The longevity, it, it's, it's amazing to see. And I think he just passed um, Charles Roberts. Yeah, his childhood idol, yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm, so, I'm, I'm proud, I'm proud of him. You know what, being a Canadian, then have a Canadian guy coming through, took a different channel or different mm. process to get there, to do what he's done, it's absolutely amazing and it's a great story. My guy Brock Shepard writes in, he says, RP and RT, both legends in their craft, much love from Calgary, from love Brock, Brock. Our, friend, guy, yeah. our friend uh, from Shark Club, in the airline industry, yeah. uh, great guy. Uh, John in Winnipeg wants to know your thoughts on the biggest difference as a receiver position from w, uh, sorry, WR position, CFL to NFL, and back and forth. The speed of the game, um, believe it or not. Um, I know you got guys down south that are bigger, faster, stronger. But even the NFL game now is changing. You get these small, small receivers. Um, you're seeing the, the RPOs, and you know that stuff is fairly new to the NFL, but we, we were running that stuff back in early 2000s. Um, the biggest thing is just the speed of the game. Uh, you get 20 seconds between plays. It feels a lot longer, so there's a lot of running going on. And, and I know for me, it was just getting that down. Uh, once you got that down and, and knowing how to read the extra guy, the game was easy. The CFL game to me was easy. There were times when I would know when I was going to get the ball with him, my first couple of steps, because I understood what defense was trying to do. And when you play with Dave, the defense dictated where he was going to throw the ball. So if you knew what he was seeing, you would know when you're going to get the ball. So it, for me, it was just understanding, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, Chemistry. Just, yep. And speaking of that, last question, Jake yes. Hughes. Jake Hughes says, as a Lions fan, he is. This is the 0506 Lions receiving court. Claremont, Simon, Paris Jackson, yep. yourself. <laughs> he goes, what type of competition was happening at practice? And did it make you all want to be better? 100%. You know, we had Jacques Chaplain was our offensive coordinator, and he never really had to say anything to us. We, it was always a competi friendly competition amongst the guys, but we would always pull for one another. When you have a guy like Giroy Simon who's... When, the best to ever to ever do it Jer Jason Claremont we, we wouldn't even have to go in the huddle at times we all kind of knew what was going on with the signals we would just kind of look at each other and and we had our own little signals going on the side and so you know it was it was it was awesome it was an awesome group and we all kind of came in together and when we initially came in we we weren't that good but when once Wally came in in 2003 then Dave came in and we saw the transition and, and the right way to do things. That's one yeah. of the things that Wally taught. It, it was awesome to go through it with those guys. Yeah. And we just took off. Ryan Thelwell, can we do it again soon? You uh, like chatting no. NFL. I've learned that. I do. Yeah, and you know, you call me. I'm, I'm always here, man. I appreciate it's, you. It's always a pleasure Thank you, man. Three-time Grey Cup champion Ryan Thelwell joining us at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. For the hockey fans, Serena back right after this timeout on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, WQEE Radio, and your favorite podcast platform. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. It's episode number 1051 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. And uh, I appreciate Michael Wynn out there in Winnipeg tweeting the photo. I always love when he does that in his Ice Time Sports Sporting Goods store of his television. He's got it on Game Plus all the time. 
Serena joins us, our hockey analyst. I don't, we've lost Matthew Barnaby's. Shocked? No. <laughs> I don't know where he is. I said to Clark, put out a message to all Ottawa area golf courses if they've seen Matthew Barnaby. Because that's probably where he is. Um, she's back to talk hockey. And you, do you want to clarify that you are not anti-CFL? Yeah, we were just talking about that in the break. What, first of all, when I saw that I was going to be a guest on the show with Ryan and Matthew Barnaby, I was like, oh, great. Those are some big shoes to fill. Ah. Ryan was an incredible guest. Yes. And in the break, we were talking about how he can talk about CFL, NFL, whatever, college football. I mean, that's one thing we haven't even really touched on, yep. which when the season starts, we're really going to have a heyday with that. But he is just such a great guest. And we were talking about, I said to you, it's not that I don't dislike the CFL, but I have literally zero access to it unless I search it out. So when in I'm, Florida, in Florida, right? So when I'm in Canada, I have it's it's on everywhere, and I'm more intrigued by it. It piques my interest, but when I don't have any access to it, it's just not very. It's it's hard. That's what it's missing is the talk and the hype, and uh, that's the way that it is. Uh, JQ is watching, by the way. He has a message for. Ryan Thelwell, who is just off in the casino. He's not here right now. He says, thanks for asking my question, RP. Mr. Thelwell, you're a great speaker and love hearing your stories. He'll probably hear that because, as you've told me, this thing's booming through half the casino here. And he's talking to Jake's dad, Kevin. <laughs> so somebody's yeah. going to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Text your dad, Jake. So the EMJ marketing text line is open. Serena's back to the uh, through the end of the show. 902-518-3033. I want to throw in this comment from Rose. She's watching in Edmonton regarding our poll question today. What's the biggest problem with the Elks? Is it the executive and the board? Is it the Eskimo curse? Is it the coaching of the talent? And Rose in Edmonton writes in, she says, essentially the problem with the Edmonton football team is all three of the above. The board decided to go against 80% of their fan base and change their name without even listening to what the fans wanted to change it to. Then the company treated the fan base who are complaining like garbage in came the name out went the money in <laughs> rose is upset i don't understand her text but we're moving on to hockey now now she's in florida so let's start there we talked enough flames waters and we can always go back to that because i know you never get tired of that never but who will be better this year edmonton stop <laughs> florida that? panthers or tampa bay lightning <laughs> tampa without a doubt and you don't even really like tampa i don't like either team. I, I didn't ask you who you liked i guess i said who was going to no, be better tampa there's no it's not that slam dunk serena i think it is because florida getting to the stanley cup final i used the term fluke last time we talked about this and somebody crawled up my ass about it it wasn't a fluke it was whatever they okay well however you want to term it they got lucky they never should have won any of the rounds that they won and they just, like you said, they got rid of Gudis and whatever. And I just, Tampa's just that team that's staying solid. They didn't, they make, made a few changes here and there, but Tampa's got the structure behind the scenes that Florida has never had and they never will. It's two different organizations. Yep. Completely. It's like Vegas. Vegas is not a hockey hotbed, but they put the plan in place from Kelly McCrimmon down, and that's why they're successful. So a couple things here. Uh, John Ohm, um, who you've met, says Serena, the queen of sports. David in Winnipeg says Serena, the ice queen. We're not starting something here today, I hope. Jen. I, I kind of feel like maybe we should do a little contest to come up with the best name. Still like Golden Girl here, but she doesn't like it, so we're moving on from that. You're not supposed to like your nicknames, of course. Uh, Jen at the Forest Season says, I love it. Well, I'm not done on the Florida Tampa thing. If you want to go from player 1 to 20, plus coaching, very important. Paul Maurice, John Cooper, both tremendous coaches. I'm interested to know once we launch our podcast, because I think that's going to happen. We got to. Her and I are going to do a Florida hockey podcast. We're not giving the name yet. We're not telling you what it is. We don't want somebody to steal it. But I think that would go over quite well, because there are a lot of hockey fans there. And here's the thing that a lot of our, our viewers here 
probably don't understand because they've never lived in that type of hockey environment. The thing with Florida is the fans, most of the time, they don't know a lot but they care. They don't yeah. pretend to know a lot about the game. They care about their team. Just like me not being able to find CFL stuff in Florida, they can't really find stuff on their teams down there. Not really. We have, they don't really have writers. They don't really have this. They don't really have that because it's just not a big sport there. So we got this big idea that we're gonna come up with a podcast and it'll be interesting too. It'll be just like this, but more of it. Uh, Carlos in Indianapolis writes in. He says, Queen Serena and King Rod of Bet Regal. Oh, yeah, we should have that lid on. That, I didn't that... bring the crown. I have the robe. I didn't bring I, the crown. I clearly should be wearing the robe at least. You want to get it? It's right there. Um, she's going to put it on. How about that? Did the queen ever wear a robe? Or did uh, she just wear that? Oh, yes, she did. Yeah. Are you not a fan of the monarchy? Oh, yeah. I'm okay. sure you would remember that. I don't even know where the top is, so I'm going to pretend. <laughs> it's just... There's probably some Velcro stuck. Yeah, it's to your right side. It's you're around. It's sideways. She's <laughs> wearing the robe. We're having fun today at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, which, by the way, we've been treated wonderfully at all of the casinos here in the Calgary area, but you seem to particularly like this one. These people are awesome. Come in. There's donuts, Timbits. Like Coffee. I need, like I need more Tim Hits. No, it's a fantastic place, and they're treating us well. But I'm not, I'm not totally done on that Tampa Bay versus Florida thing. Now, let's remember they both made the playoffs last year. Toronto beat Tampa in round one and then lost to Florida in round two. Like, I'm not totally closing the door or, what would I say, conceding that you're correct on this, that Tampa will be better than Florida next year. I think that, that we can agree that you and I will never agree on no. a, anything, anything. Mm. There's not one series that you and I are like, Only yeah. hockey related. Oh, TV series? No, ho like NHL series, like a playoff series. Oh, yeah, we don't we agree never, on hockey. Everything never. else we agree on, though. Yeah, like we like to watch. We do watch the Golden Girls. Yeah, we do watch that. But <laughs> I feel like... You never know what can happen in hockey. Clearly, this year was, I think, I remember going back uh, like a year and a little bit ago after Colorado won the Stanley Cup, and you're like, what's your prediction for next year? It's like, I don't know. Why do you make me do this? I can never get it right. I don't know, right? Nobody would have predicted anything that happened in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Nobody. If anybody won some type of hockey poll, it was a fluke. And so, I mean, it could be, but that's the way the world is now. Back in the 80s, you're like, oh, yeah, the, probably the Oilers are probably going to do well. Teams, the, sure. I, correct. Now you've got all these teams in the league. The talent is diluted. You got teams that kind of pull things out of their rear end every once in a while, and they win this and they win that. Then you have teams like LA and Pittsburgh that keep their guys till they're on pension and it's like this is why you're not making oh. moves because you're not but it's it's you never know what can happen year to year everybody's got to rebuild and what no no what you got just hockey questions are coming in yeah, we fire. have to take a commercial break oh. so when we come back we'll get to them if you have more emj marketing text line is open 902-518-3033 i should mention to you that i will be coming up Right after this broadcast on WQEE Radio, I'll be with Richard Holdridge on the Sports Beat. So if you just don't can't get enough of RP, I'll be on with Richard Holdridge uh, after this on WQEE Radio. But get those hockey questions in. Serena's with us one more segment live from Century Downs here on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio podcast and YouTube Live. One more time from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino in this segment. We'll be back here, though, tomorrow, of course. And Kelly Rudy of Hockey Night in Canada, my childhood hero, will be with us. I've already told him that, so I'm not just kissing his ass right now. Um, breaking news on this Major League Baseball trade deadline today. The Toronto Blue Jays have acquired from the St. Louis Cardinals shortstop Paul DeJong. Paul DeJong. 
And we believe, Serena Don, that that's because Bo Bichette must be significantly hurt coming out of last night. It looked that's like tough. it. It looked like it. I didn't hear exactly what happened, but I did see when he rounded the base, you could see him pull up, and that's, unfortunately, that's usually ligament-related. If he pulled up and it was a hamstring, that's another thing. But if it's knee-related, like they're saying... Not good. No. Okay, so we asked for hockey questions from the viewers. Uh, the Flames stuff we did way back in hour one. Now it's uh, everybody else. Where do I start? John Ohm. Actually, before I do that, Wayne and Victoria says, I think over the long term, the last five years or so, the Lightning have been more consistent than Florida, as Serena said earlier. So I agree with her. I didn't ask her about the last five years. I'm talking about this upcoming season. No, but, but I hear what he's saying. There's a pattern. Ah, okay. Like, the Panthers were a one-off kind of thing versus... I like to argue with him. You like to argue with everyone. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I, uh, John says, do you... John in Winnipeg says, do you think Connor McDavid will stay as an order for life or does he jump ship on his own accord when his contract's up? Per the track record of my life, he will not stay there forever. He won't. That was quick. Well, that's because I don't want to talk about it anymore. So you got my opinion, and let's move on. Stacy from Access World Headquarters writes in and says, I think McDavid stays. You're saying Gretzky left. Ryan Smith, everybody left is what you're saying. They, they did. Those two did not leave on their own accord. Both of them were blindsided. Mm. So... I, hopefully they've learned their lesson, but in this day and age, it's just different. I don't know if McDavid will stay. I think he's a character guy, and I think he's got the the quality of a person that will. He's kind of like the Kirby Puckett, hopefully, but um, a realist. Or the Patrice Bergeron or those kind of guys that stay forever. Dave Salima watching in Niagara Falls, Ontario. She says, hey, guy, or he says, hey, guys, great show today as always. Any chance you're bringing the show to the Toronto slash Niagara region? Argos. I don't know, Kev. What should I tell him? The business people are here today. Oh, it's a big secret. How about if I say nothing's planned yet? Although we thought we were going to be a, a racetrack and casino in August. It didn't happen in the Toronto area. But I just sit here and talk. I do, that's not my thing. Brian in Manitoba, what? This, this backstory behind us being all over the place. A couple of years I'd ago. I'd love to hear it. Sure. Well, you know it. I was there. But yeah. I'll share. Was the fact that a couple of years ago, I said, you guys need to take this show on the road. Yes, you did. And guess what? Here Look we what are. we've done. Thanks to wonderful places like Absolutely. Century Downs and Karen. Um, Brian in Beausajour, Manitoba who says, Serena, any thoughts on the Winnipeg Jets for next season? Well, they're always lately very up and down. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, would, I really want to say that they're going to have a little bit more of a successful year, but I'm just not sure it's in the cards for them. It might just be one of those things where they have to take another year and kind of regroup, sadly. I'm playing, praying for the best for the Winnipeg Jets, but they made the playoffs last year, you know, which, by the way, is not easy to do, right? Correct. Correct. They actually, they just got so bogged down with everything that was happening with their team. That's where they kind of had that little bit of a, an issue or whatever. So hopefully they can kind of, you know, shake that a little bit. When you get those, when you get that toxicity, Rod's just taking pictures over here. Don't worry. I'm not. <laughs> Rod's posing. Uh, hopefully they can get rid of some of that toxicity that's hitting them and get a fresh start. Uh, Ryan in Toronto says, another great show today. From WQEE Radio, Ryan O Radio says, great show, RP show with the king and queen. Thank you, Ryan. It's very nice of you to say that. Boy, this McDavid thing. I can see it now. Kevin, the medium, do you see this? These order fans, it's going to be gag-worthy in two years when his contract's up. Unless they sign him into an extension ahead of time, which, hang on. Rich in Edmonton says, McDavid will stay if Dreisaitl signs long-term next summer. Jen at the Four Seasons says the same thing. McDavid will resign. I can see it 
Drysaddle going before McDavid does. And Nuge will be the first to go. Yeah, uh, Oiler drama, man. Save it for Edmonton. I don't disagree with those things. It's just always so hard with the salary cap. You know, like we talk about Shohei Otani. Where is he going to go? He can go wherever he wants. The Yankees will pick him up for $500 million a year. It's different in the NHL. Yeah, probably Nuge will go first, but it's apples and oranges right now. Obviously, I'd like for them to stay, but Oilers fans are have PTSD when it comes to this kind of stuff. You can't blame them for being upset. What do you think Shohei Otani will get per season on the open market when it hits this He's going to be the highest paid baseball player of all time by far. The Yankees are going to make sure of it. Guaranteed. Will he be the first $100 yep. million dollar a year if he wants it, player yes. in North America? Yeah. How about that? You heard it mm -hmm. first from Queen Serena. Is that going to stick? That's better than Golden Girl. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like the name Golden Girl, nor do her friends in <laughs> South Florida. So it, it dies here today, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, okay, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. And thank you to Ryan Thelwell. Matthew Barnaby, thank you for nothing, Barney. We'll see Kelly Rudy tomorrow here at Century Downs. If you want to come down and meet him, get autographs, photos, 11 a.m. Mountain. Kelly Rudy here live. Also, Seth Anderson will be with us to talk Canadian Elite Basketball League playoffs as the Calgary Surge sit here and wait as the winners of the West Division for their opponent in uh, the round one, Edmonton Stingers at Winnipeg Friday night. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus TV, WQEE podcast and streaming. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.